Salem. And Dusty. And you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. This is Salem and Dusty, and you are listening to the Sock Drawer Podcast on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Today, we have a very exciting topic that I am definitely looking forward to, life beyond us, but we've got a a lot to talk about today. Before we get into that, though, we were talking earlier, before we started, about snow pant debacle. That's oh. what you called it. it. Was snow pant debacle, not snow pants. <laughs> snow pant debacle. Well, we talked about it last week. Well, yes, we talked about a snow pant debacle last week. But you're still going on about <laughs> not snow pants, which is killing me. Snow pant debacle. What's going on? Well, you know how I ordered the snow pants, and they I didn't get them, and my friend decided to order them for me. Yada yes, yada yeah, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we know that. Okay. Well, we were there. I don't have them yet. It's been a week. I know. The United <laughs> States Postal Service, ladies and gentlemen. Well, see, that's the thing. Brought to you by the United for States the, Postal the, Service, guys. Bob. For the first, you know, what, um, four or five days yes. while I was waiting, yes. it said, you know, post office received uh, notification of package, but yes. not package. Yes. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. And then they get it. And that's, I follow the snow pants. They go all over the country. Yes. And they finally arrive in the city we are in. Yes. So I'm all excited. Very good. And it says, delivery by 8 p.m. Okay. And I said... That's the time. And I'm like, I'm not going anywhere today. I can sit here and wait. And I'll wait. And I'll wait. And I'll wait. Okay. And the mailman never came. Not well, just with my package, with any mail. If you want the mailman to come, you're going to have to invite him inside. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, so I went online, and it said, and I quote, unable to deliver. Unable to deliver. Unable to deliver. Do you have any theories as to why they were unable to deliver? So I went downstairs going, there must be something blocking my door. No. No. The door must be locked, because you have to go inside. To, it's an apartment, so you have to go inside. You know, mailboxes are inside. Yeah. No, door opens fine. I look outside. Must be weather. It's not doing anything. How about a better in-depth description of this? We have a vestibule is what we walk into to get into this apartment. And then it's one door into the vestibule, another door, and then you've got another like section where it's either you stay on, on the flat to go to your neighbors downstairs below you, mm-hmm. or you go up the stairs to your apartment. Yes. But the mailman usually three doors. Yeah, the mailman usually doesn't even ha- go up the stairs. He usually just goes into what but you call the vestibule. Three, vestibule. Three <laughs> doors is intimidating but nor- for a mailman. But normally, our regular guy will just put stuff right in by the mailbox inside where it's nice and safe. Mm-hmm. He just open the door. He sets it down. He leaves. And if he's running late, he'll come up the stairs and give it to me directly because he feels bad. He's a very nice man. I don't think this was our regular guy. Probably not. So I would like to know what on earth impeded him from opening or I'm her from opening the door and setting down the package. I'm just imagining the interview of the uh, the mail service. Uh, so could you tell me, do you have a fear of more than two doors? <laughs> yeah, because I don't. Ha- Absolutely. The landlord doesn't allow dogs or anything. So there's no killer dog. No, no killer doggy. There was no. Except for across the street. There's a there's a woofer. Oh yeah, I told you. Yeah, but he's not a killer. He's so cute. He's a woofy, woofy. But you know, there's no snow blocking. The mm-hmm. snow melted. Speaking of snow, that sounds like somebody shuffling up. I don't understand how this. Oh, well, there's a snow pile. Maybe there's, they're there's a, a there's spot. a little bitty little bitty snow pile. But yeah. So anyway, it says they'll deliver. Oddly enough, today. Today. Which is a Sunday. Oh. I'm not understanding. I hope they have the but, best of luck delivering on a Sunday. But, Are they Amazon? 
it, this is coming from an Amazon company, yes, but not Amazon. It's a sub. It's a company that uses Amazon. Because I know Amazon will deliver on Sundays because they're. But they don't. They don't care about. I'll have to update you because unlike you, who get, who's going to leave this apartment today, I'm not budging, and I'm going to listen to my door. Constantly. But, yes. Listening Any? to the guy shoveling outside, shoveling something. We don't. We don't have any snow right now in this. There's in this a little snow pile out front. City. Maybe he's moving it. I gotta move this little pile. <laughs> I don't like it here. I'm gonna put on my best Clint Eastwood, and I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move this pile here because it's on my lawn. I don't want it on my lawn. Get off my lawn. Get the f off my lawn. Get the snow. But yeah, so so I'll have to keep you posted if these snow pants ever show up. Italian people are weird. I guarantee you that guy's Italian. No, actually, the, the most of our neighbors aren't anymore. Unfortunately, I know I live in Little Italy. But most of them, unfortunately, are not anymore. It's sad. I miss having all the Italians around me and all the free cookies shoved in my face this time of year. So what did you do last week? Last week? This week. This week. Last week. Well, I did something without you. Good. Well, you should do more things without me. Yeah, but see, that's what's odd. This was something that, as my co-host, you should have done it. Go on. I did a podcast. Wow. I'm proud of you. Should do more podcasts without me. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm, I'm supposed to be interviewing for a new host, right? No. Yeah. Sorry, you're stuck. But anyway, I was invited, and so were you, to the Realm of the Mist podcast number 19. Who are you going to call? Oh, boy. Now, as... Who are you going to call? Goat's butter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably copyrighted, so you probably can't do the whole thing anyway. But yes, it was a Ghostbusters podcast because the new trailer dropped. I love how you keep doing this whole copyright thing. Like, the Ghostbusters development team is going to bust down this fucking door going, You can't fucking do that! We do that! <laughs> you never know. Oh, yeah. I, I'm shaking in my boots. You're not even wearing boots. Yes, I am. Look at these boots. Oh. Boop, boop. Check out these boots. You are wrong. Did you get new ones? Yes, I got new ones. But anyway. They're, they're waterproof. They're nice. Oh, there you go. Winter time snow is just frozen water. But anyway, why did you not do the podcast? Because I have never watched Ghostbusters. And why is that? Because I don't care. That's not... <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> it. That is my excuse. I never watched Ghostbusters. I never had an opportunity to watch Ghostbusters. I never had a reason to want to go out of my way to cuz by the time Ghostbusters was out of the theaters i wasn't even born yet so i would have to go get it on dvd or go to a movie store to get it i've never wanted to go out of my way to go get ghostbusters to go watch ghostbusters i've never had anyone come up to me and say hey man you want to watch ghostbusters until last night until last night (laughs) i've never had that in all of my years of being a carbon-based life form so 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 that's why I went and helped my mother this week, and I went into her vast DVD collection, and I pulled Ghostbusters from the wall. And you forced me. And to I knocked sit on your down. door and said, "We're watching this because I just did a podcast about on it." On one of my days off, <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy my day, and you say you're watching what? Ghostbusters because you weren't there for the podcast and. We need your opinion on Ghostbusters. No, no, it's not that we need your opinion. It's it's called Hey, and this is uh, Dusty from the sock drawer. And where's your co-host? Who cares? And you then can I do, have to you explain can do things, on you can a podcast do, where my co-host is for Realm of the Mist. You who can we do are, podcast uh, things alone. We it's are a fun. team. Oh my God. By the way, I watched Ghostbusters. It was last night. You know what my opinion of it was? Meh. It was okay. It was a movie. Good job. You did great. It was a movie. Is there anything I like that you like? I don't think so. Nothing? I don't think so. Ghostbusters didn't do anything for oh. me. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe if I was, you know, in 1984 yeah. when it came out, I think it was 84. Yes, it was. If I was back in 1984 in the theater and I had no idea all of the newfangled stuff that technology can do these days with movies and I was watching that going, oh my God, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe. Because I'll admit, as a kid, it was really really not only was it scary and funny at the same time it was totally a unique experience there was no other movie out there like it so it meant a lot to me i'm sure that's the kicker there was no other movie like it 
blah, 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 yada, yada. It was its own thing that was really, really cool back in that time. And when you watched it, it had the biggest effect on you then because of those reasons. Nowadays, nothing. I, I don't care about any movies these days. They all suck. They all follow these same stupid patterns of bullshit that you just... So... I Nothing's made you, entertaining. I made you watch the trailer that just came out that we discussed on that podcast. Yes, the that you trailer guys check for out. the 2020 Ghostbusters. This uh, what, what was it called? Uh, um, Afterlife. Yes, Afterlife trailer. I had just recently sat down and watched the Afterlife trailer, and I'm going to be honest with you. It looks like Stranger Things. What? It looks like Stranger Things. It's got the kid from Stranger Things in it. And then everything else is Stranger Things except for the ghost trap. There was more than that. You've got Ecto shows up. You've got their backpacks are there. You've got the different paraphernalia. But they they were very careful not to give any of the story away, which is to me is amazing in a trailer these days. Uh, no, the story is pretty cut and clear. There is a kid that uh, discovers that kid who goes off with their family to live at this one place out in the middle of East of Bumfuck who goes on to find the uh, ecto-trap, or whatever it's called, the ghost trap, in a uh, very secret compartment, puzzle-like compartment, underneath the floorboards of this old building. And this guy is clearly a somebody who's probably going to university studying the old Ghostbusters and whatnot because he was big into their whole debacle or whatever it is that they did in New York back in 1984. And he's all, oh my god, this is great, but there's been no ghost sightings for 30 years. But then shit starts to happen at this this rural location in the middle of East Bumfuck Nowhere, where no earthquakes can happen. They're not on a fault line, blah, 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 blah. Now the world starts shaking, so it looks like we're going to have another debacle. We saw a paw print of the one paw-like character that was in the original Ghostbusters movie. I can't remember their name, even though I watched it last night. Zool. <laughs> Yeah. Zool, Gatekeeper, Keymaster, something like that. Yeah. We know that these guys are coming back. It's probably a 30-year cycle on some sort of uh, ritualistic thing that's going on. So now we've got this kid who is clearly a descendant to one of the original Ghostbusters who is inheriting not only this house but the shit that he buried in the house. And we have this guy who is a Ghostbusters wannabe who gets together with kids now to do Ghostbusters with kids now. And it's going to be weird. And it's going to focus on the two kids. There's going to be a love story between the two of them. I guarantee it. <laughs> Are you going to trample on my heart more and just squish it in a little bit? Probably. Well... It's the same movie pattern they're doing with every remake in they, the 2000s. And, and they have all the original cast coming back as their characters in Wow, you know that Bill Murray fucking hated being part of the Ghostbusters? Yes, but he's coming back. Wow, anything to do with money, I'm going to do it, Bill Murray. You are just hopeless today. Absolutely. It'll just be a comedy show and you just brought me so far down, I don't think I can be funny. No, I thought I thought I did a pretty good job of being uh, humorous. You know, I, I, I had a little, I had a little uh, jingle for everything. That's that's pretty funny, right? Yeah, yeah no, <laughs> no. Now, now I'm depressed. I'm, I'm gonna laughing. Go, I'm going to go cry in the corner. Do that. That sounds you, like you fun. You finish the show without me. Okay. Uh, it is just me now. <laughs> I'm going to be doing the drink test alone. No, you are not. I need that today. <laughs> so okay, so I guess I guess there's my cheer me up. There's well, I could cheer you up by having you be excited about this whole Ghostbuster stuff. What is this? What does this now feel to you? Instead of hearing my opinion about it, you really should have gone on yours first. Well, no, because my opinion's on that podcast you guys should listen to. But no, it, it, it to me it's uh as, as nostalgia big time. Everything they showed in that trailer hinted at stuff that happened before and it just made the little kid in me that watched that That's, get all excited i know it's just the cash cow it's gonna it's I, it's pulling at your nostalgia well i hate to tell and... you this but you're gonna have to come with me because odds are we'll be on the podcast for rumble the mist talking about ghostbusters uh, i can't wait oh my god we're gonna watch a matinee right it's gonna oh, matinee right yeah always thank i'm cheap Right. Actually, sorry. The word is frugal. You're frugal. I'm frugal. You're frugal as hell. And you're going to pay for it, right? I'm yeah. not, not going to pay to watch it. Yes, but I'm not buying you any popcorn. Okay. Okay. Don't buy me any popcorn. Don't buy me any paraphernalia for Ghostbusters. Don't buy me any of that shit. Just buy the, the matinee movie tickets. 
So or Ghostbusters. Can you give me a second. I is just... it called like Ghostbusters Two or is it Ghostbusters Afterlife? It's Afterlife. It's Afterlife. There was a Ghostbusters Two. I didn't force you to watch it. Oh, thank Christ! But one second, I gotta go on Amazon and cancel something. Oh. <laughs> I I might have ordered us T-shirts. Did you? <laughs> did you seriously order a T-shirt for me? Well, yeah. Why? Because I want to make sure in July we're ready. Oh my God! For what? To sit in a dark fucking movie theater so that people can look at our t-shirts? What, are we a fucking couple? <laughs> no. No, we do a podcast once a week. Mingya, oh my god. But it's Ghostbusters. I, oh my god, it's Ghostbusters, oh my god. They said the same thing about fucking Harry Potter that I hate. They say the same fucking thing about Star Wars. The difference oh, is... Star Wars. <laughs> the difference is, like Star Wars, you've got so many different types of Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars god. is flooded. Ghostbusters... As long as you ignore 2016, this is it. They waited 30 years to as bring something back. As long as you ignore back. 2016? Yeah. What happened in 2016? We won't talk about that. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what are we not talking about? 2016, huh? Oh, boy. The, the movie that shall not be mentioned. Oh, boy. Here we go. What shall not be mentioned? <laughs> is it Voldemort Ghostbusters? Is that what it is? Yeah, that's it. It shall not be named? Yep, that's that would be What happened movie. in 2016? They, re- they released a movie that they called Ghostbusters. Okay. With an all-female cast. Oh, that one! How did that do? Did you watch it? I boycotted it. You boycotted it. Yes. Why'd you boycott it? You're female. Because I took a look at the cast and went, this isn't going to be funny. This isn't going to be Ghostbusters. They're trying too hard. Yes, they are. So. That's just, that's a topic for later, huh? But as I what said. What a topic for later. But as I said, let's oh, have something. Let's have something funny. Get, like, cheer me up. You like got me what? all depressed. I don't, I don't know. know. The only thing Did I've... you do anything interesting this week? Did I? Yeah, I worked. I delivered beer to people. You're welcome. What about shower thoughts? You got any good ones of those? Any good shower thoughts? Yeah. Uh, yeah, the shower thought that I had in mind that I've been wrecking my brain over is life beyond us. Nope, that's too deep and dark. We'll get to that, but you've got to have something in your head that's interesting. I've got cool facts about numbers. Numbers aren't cool. Numbers are cool. How are numbers cool? Numbers are great. How? Okay, think of it this way. Um, here, Here's a number fact. The number four... Okay. It's cool. It's unique. It's Why? distinct all on its own. Well, think of it this way. You got tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of numbers. Yes. Tons of them. They're, they're they just, go they on to infinity. Stretch yeah. on. Oh, so why is They four... don't go on to infinity. We'll get to that. So, okay. Four uh-huh. is unique among all numbers because it is the only number in the English language that shares the amount of letters in that number as its value. F-O-U-R. Four. Four letters. What? It's got the same value as four. No other number does that. None? No other number does that. Okay, that does make that does make four interesting. That's really cool. Also, twelve is interesting. Why is twelve interesting? It's not as interesting as four. But twelve is the highest number of all numbers, period, ever. Mm -hmm. The highest of them all that is a single syllable. Twelve. It's actually used in a lot of medias. They use 12 a whole lot, the highest number that only needs one syllable when you say it. 12. Just like that. 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once, once you go beyond 12, there you go. Huh. Isn't that cool? Okay. That is interesting. Bunch of cool stuff. That is interesting. I'm not... You're probably, you thinking, you're probably thinking me doing math and whatnot, and that's what I'm doing my number. In fact, no. It's just cool, random stuff about And this about is why numbers. I tell people, you're the nerd, I'm the geek. I'm such a nerd. I love it. Such... Lots of cool number facts. Like, uh... Like, um... If you were to spell out uh-huh. all of the numbers, all as, of the numbers, all of them, if you just spell them out mm-hmm. instead of number one, number two, number three, O N E T W O T H R E E, okay, and go on and do that. If you were to spell out all the numbers, okay, okay, uh huh, you wouldn't use the letter A until you hit one thousand. Really? Yep. There's not a single number between zero. Which isn't a number, and one thousand that doesn't use, that uses the letter A, zero and a thousand you don't use the letter A until you hit a thousand. And yet you make fun of my love for Ghostbusters, but you're full of this number stuff. Yeah, because numbers are cool. <laughs> <laughs> numbers are cool. Math really? is cool. Yeah, uh-huh. it's also useful. It's also useful. How is in it useful society. knowing the letter A doesn't exist no, between no, zero and, and a thousand? Numbers and math are useful in society. Knowing knowing f- number facts isn't really that, that important. But 
that's what facts really are they're just they're just like random oh that was that was cool bullshit that you forget about in a little bit you know what i mean but okay i'll give you that i mentioned zero and infinity you said something about infinity it goes all the way to infinity yes numbers don't end kind of so people have this sort of idea that infinity is somewhat of a number you know what i mean where not even zero is not even a number zero is a concept and infinity is a concept they're not numbers zero if it doesn't have a value it's not a number i see what you're saying even even negative numbers there's no way of knowing where infinity ends because infinity doesn't end so there is not it's not necessarily even that you can't really place infinity on a number line because there is an infinity between one and two there is an infinity very very far out there the most commonly referred to infinity the one where you say it just stretches forever and ever on yeah. the number line is called an lf null um and that is essentially let me get my pill i'm gonna take a nap while you keep talking and that is essentially <laughs> when you're just you're, you're counting you can't count it's it's the idea of there's no numbers beyond this okay that's the lf null that's right. that is your standard infinity but there is an infinity between the number one and the number two Yes. There isn't... You've heard of a decimal. Yes, I've heard of decimals. I use decimals. So 1.1. You can keep doing that forever and ever and ever and ever between 1 and 2. There is an infinity. If you wanted to put infinity on a number line, you could do it right there. It's possible. Let me retreat into my Ghostbusters fandom. Pi! (laughs) Oh, let's not go to Pi. Pi is an infinity. Pi is cool because it it, it just keeps going on randomly forever and ever and ever. If you were to actually like... And I get to send you all kinds of memes on Pi Day and you hate me. If you were to actually substitute the Mm -hmm. numbers in Pi Uh with letters, Mm kind of like how 1 is A, 2 is B, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There is probably at some point in Pi, since it's an infinite number of random numbers... Mm -hmm. It might spell out your life story. Well, that's... An interesting concept. It is. That, right? I'll give you that. That one actually intrigued me. An interesting concept. Zero is just zero. It's, it's nothing. Well, it's, yeah. It's... That's the whole idea about zero. It's you ever nothing. noticed how... Uh, have you ever heard anything about don't ever divide by zero because you can't? Like the meme about dividing by zero is like it'll open up a wormhole and everyone will just... Yes. <laughs> there's there's a reason why you can't divide by zero. Because it's nothing. Because it's... Well, Yes, sort of. the The way it works is, let's say I am, I've got a million, right, and I want to divide a million by zero. Okay. You have to think of it this way: what you're doing when you divide something is you're taking the number and you're putting it into that other number, however many times you can. So a million divided by one mm-hmm. is a million because you can put one into it a million times. Yeah. So zero has two answers. If you're trying to divide um, a million by zero, it has two answers. The two answers, funny enough are zero and infinity, depending on how um, how much time you have, <laughs> I suppose. Because you can either just give up and say, fuck it, I can only put zero into infinity zero times, and just go with it from there and say, fuck it, I'm not going to do this. Or you can continually try to put zero into infinity as much as you possibly can, and it's just going to be done an infinite amount of times. There you go, zero and infinity, that's your answer. Where did I put my headache medicine? <laughs> You shouldn't have asked me to cheer you up because all I've got are number facts. You're doing a lousy job. (laughs) What do you want me to do? Sing you a song? No, because last time you did it was terrible. (laughs) Was it the two old men staring at me? (laughs) No, I think you made up one about farts. Probably. (sighs) You know, uh, fun fact about the two old men staring at me at the coffee shop. Yeah. It continues to happen. Well, that's it's still going. (laughs) They're going to. It doesn't stop. You need to tell me where this happens so I can go up and introduce myself. Stuart! Stuart! Yeah, but there's a bunch of those. Stuart! And, and, Literally all of and them. And then I'm going to go figure out what time you deliver. I'm going to sit down, introduce myself, and then when you walk in, I'll be sitting between the two old men just staring at you just because I can. Do you like playing cards? Yeah. Do you like playing poker? Do you like playing solitaire? Do you like, do you like playing cards? Yes. Uh, how good are you at shuffling playing cards? Not at all. My hand doesn't work right. Right, right. right. I I, I forget about that. You forget about that. I shuffle playing cards pretty well. Yes, I know. I've, so you do it. I've played a lot of poker. Mm-hmm. I've played a lot of games where you have to shuffle cards. Blah, blah, blah. The whole 52 deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay. In the amount of times, because I, I, I do cards a lot. Mm-hmm. In the amount of times that I've shuffled a deck of cards, how many times do you think I've shuffled that deck 
and it's been in the same order as once upon a time I've done it before. How many times do you think that's happened? I don't even think that's possible, is it? No, it's not. Okay. In fact, <laughs> in all of the times that a deck of cards has been shuffled by anyone mm -hmm. since cards have began until now, the deck that it the the order that the deck is in uh -huh. has never happened ever again and probably will never happen ever again well that doesn't seem possible it's still only 52 cards yes you would think oh it's just only 52 cards you have to take into consideration how many different because it's 52 different cards how many different combinations that those 52 different cards can be in Oh yeah. I the way the way that you figure that out is what's called a factorial. It's another math thing that you probably don't care about. No. <laughs> but the way it works mm -hmm. is that essentially the way you you calculate a factorial is easy. You take fifty-two. Mm -hmm. You multiply it by the next number down, so fifty or fifty-one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Take that result. Multiply it by the next number down from fifty-one. Fifty. Take that result. Continue the process over and over again until you hit one. Okay. Okay. What do you think that number is? Would... Fucking, fucking, uh, just, just, just. I would have no just idea. Just lowball it. That's gonna be... Just, just, just lowball. Just, just throw out a, some, some large number or not large number, or whatever <laughs> you think. Just, just give it a, give it a, give it a good old college try. A billion. <laughs> <laughs> no. So you know how um, a thousand has four places in it. Yes. One and three zeros. Mm -hmm. The number at the end of calculating 52 factorial, the amount of different combinations, mm -hmm. has uh, 68 numbers. 68? 68 numbers. It starts with an 8, and then there's 67 numbers after that 8. Okay. Um, that's a really big number. That is a really, a really big like number. A, a million is 7 numbers. A billion so is So what you're telling me is that it is possible 10. to have someone do the same thing. eventually probably in a million years from now no probably in like a google years from now oh okay yeah that number is huge that is a mess well actually a google years from now is much larger than that but that is a large 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 number gotcha there. pretty cool fun facts it's just these are fun facts you should be happy about them why i don't know because i'm actually trying here you're trying <laughs> i'm actually trying. you are very trying why don't we why don't we actually get into the life beyond us because i think this is a cool topic and yeah you're gonna be sitting here going oh such a deep topic blah 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 but, but there is a lot of cool interesting stuff about space in general that you can talk about and just the idea behind aliens because people think that aliens help build the pyramids yeah that's you believe that? Yes. You absolutely. I need. I need to know theories. I need. To, I need to hear you explaining to Did me. Did you never watch the show Aliens? No. Uh, it's no on History Channel. They had some interesting things. No. So you're no, basing it, this off of television. Well, that and if you take a look at the different pyramids across the um, Earth, they some of them have the same pictographs and things, and they shouldn't, because the, these cultures never met. There's just too many coincidences when you take a look at it. So cultures can't understand that it's possible to build a structure in the form of a four-sided pyramid. And have it line up exactly with the stars, exactly the right way. No. Line up with the stars? Yes. Of that time period? Yes. They've I actually, don't. They've actually researched and, and, had, and found that they line up with certain times the planets align and things like that. So... Astrology has been big in cultures for a long, long time. Yes. We don't have any recorded proof for, um, you know, like the Mayans and the Egyptians and whatnot. But we definitely know that the Greeks were heavy into that shit. Yes. Specifically, like, uh, insert scientist name here whom I can't remember off the top of my head right now. I apologize, Sock Door Podcast listeners. But those cultures have looked up into the stars since, what, 20,000 years ago when, when humans first started really yeah. coming down into civilization? They've looked up into the stars and have wondered what the hell they were and have wondered if there's patterns to it. They've had thousands and thousands of years to think of this stuff, mm -hmm. but no way to record it. I mean, written, writing anything down didn't happen until like 3,000 years ago in China. Well, yeah, that is true. 
So a lot of it's every, verbal. Everything was but, word of mouth. But but that's what one thing that's interesting is if you look at the word of mouth stories, and you look at places that could never have communicated with each other, but yet they all have the story of a dragon. Yeah. They all have stories of unicorns. Hmm. They all have had horses. Yes, but dragons, flying reptiles. Hmm. Nobody had that, but yet there's stories of it. You got to wonder where that comes from. They're all different dragons, though. And I, they didn't actually call them dragons. We we all just kind oh, of no, we them. call them dragons. But like in China, the really long the serpents, dragon, yes. the serpent dragon, was called a worm. W Y R M. That's mm -hmm. what we called it. It was a worm. Well, yeah, they got different names because basically you're looking at these people looking at the sky, seeing something they don't know what it is. So they call it something. They call it something. But yes. they all saw it. They all saw it. Sure, because we all can see stars. We all can see the moon. We all can see the sun. And I will admit, I have seen <clears throat> stuff I can't explain in the sky. Such as? Going over a bridge, going to Syracuse, going to work back in, I don't remember, a couple decades ago. I saw some strange lights in the sky, and one of them was actually oblong, which is very weird, and they moved in weird ways. And when I got to work, I said, hey, did anyone else see that? And it, it was on the radio, and everybody was talking about it. Every, tons of people saw it. No explanation for it. So, obviously, you do not believe that we are alone. We're not. That's an Arthur C. Clarke quote. It's, um, we are either alone in the universe or we're not. And both of those ideas are equally terrifying. That's not the quote verbatim, but it's the general yes. idea of the quote. Arthur C. Clarke. Um, I obviously don't believe that we're alone. Can't, well, can't be possible. But you're... You're also one that has to see things to believe it, so how come you believe? Um, because I have seen other evidence that I can put together and mesh the idea of, okay, we are definitely easily not alone. You know what I mean? Yes. I can, I can definitely see that there is no glass ceiling on the earth where if we tried to go out beyond the earth, it would we hit the ceiling and then we're stuck here at earth. I know there's something beyond this planet and i know that there is vastness just in the amount of space it takes to get from our earth to our sun you would never be able to walk to it no <laughs> you know what i mean yes. it's in in a lifetime and that's just our earth to our star true and you mean to tell me that just in the small little circle that we're in within our galaxy that there's billions of stars and that's just in the small little part of our galaxy that we're in. Our galaxy is its own giant thing, millions and millions of light years across. And it's part of a cluster of other galaxies. And those galaxy clusters are part of super clusters that only make up a portion of the observable universe. Not to mention that there's a universe beyond the observable universe. Yeah. And then you go into theories of universes that exist beyond those universes. We can't be alone. The only thing that I'm chalking down to when it comes to the fact that we humans haven't had any sort of proof of life beyond us. One, we are nowhere near advanced enough to be able to see that far, to be able to travel that far, to be able to even send a message that far and have that message come back. We don't have the technology. No, we don't. Two, they probably don't either. Whatever, whatever. I think, I think they do. There but is, I look at it this way: Would they bother? That's there. You go. There's the other question: Are are is there life on other planets sitting there going, man? Is there life beyond us? Is there life on other planets that knows there's life beyond them, and they're just too big and powerful to to deal with it and to care about it? Um. Because I, I think they've actually visited here. Maybe. I think that we're just so far below them in everything that it's for them it's just like, hey, you want to go to the zoo today? You also need to take into consideration that light actually has to travel. And it travels over the course of years. The closest star to us is a couple light years away. So if... There was a planet at the closest star and it was looking at us they would be seeing from a couple years ago they wouldn't be seeing yes. us right now 
um, if you were on a planet 54 million light years away and you were able to see our planet, you would be seeing our planet 54 million years ago. Yes. So if they were looking at us, at our planet, going, oh, wow, look at that. That's a, that's a planet that can be habited. You know, it could be lived upon. It is being lived upon. It's being lived upon by giant reptiles. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dinosaurs died out before yeah, 54 I, million years ago. But I know what you're saying. It's lived on by giant reptiles. Or it's a giant molten rock. You know, because they're seeing what happened all those millions and millions and millions of years ago because light takes time to travel. Yes. So it's possible that we've even done that. Where we've seen planets where they didn't have the advanced life on it because we're seeing it from so far in the past. Yeah. The only real thing that we can do when it comes to us literally going out there and finding out if we're alone is to literally go out there. Yeah. Because we can't we can't do it from home base. No. I don't think it's possible. Nope. I've been saying that for a long time. I don't think it's possible. You know, that that's why I'm signing you up for the uh to move to the moon. <laughs> to go to the moon. You want me to, to Elon <laughs> Musk it to the moon or to Mars? Yeah, yeah, because they're setting up a moon base where they want people to live, make it commercial, so I'm just gonna ship you there. You can do long distance podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Then I don't have to deal with you. I wonder how long it took. How long did it take for messages to reach from the original Apollo 11, was it? Well, there was, was many Apollo missions. I, I said Apollo 11. Yeah, but... The, the mission where they, they first touched on the moon. That wasn't 11, was it? To be honest with you, I don't remember. How long it took from the message for the messages to reach the moon to Earth? How long that took? You'd have to Google. I wonder. It. I wonder what the technology is nowadays. How long it would take for messages to reach Earth from the Moon? Well, you know, in the space station, they talk. The delay isn't that bad. I know the Moon's farther. But... Okay. Yeah. Well, you have to take into consideration that the space station. If you have, like, say, you can hold the Earth in your hand, the space station is practically touching yeah, that Earth. That is true. Compared to the Moon, which is way out there. You know what I mean? The technology gets better and better every day. That's why they they want to set up a base there. That's why they want to send people to Mars. I I suppose you'd have to terraform. It would take, I would say, a couple decades just to, just to like make a small community to to live on Mars. They have found ice. Yes, they have. There's found ice. Water. There's ice and water. Thus, water on Mars. They do that with with you know like but the they're gonna start. They're going to the start. Moon of, they want to start with the moon first. Well, the moon of Saturn, Titan. One yeah. of the moons has uh, has ice on it that they think has microscopic life living underneath it. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. It's a bunch of cool stuff. It is. That's why I'm shipping you out. So, you <laughs> ship me out. <laughs> should I should I leave this topic with one of my favorite uh, little speeches from Neil deGrasse Tyson? If you want. Nah, I'm not going to do that. You can. Neil deGrasse Tyson had a great speech about, um, you know, the fact that there is life beyond us. But, uh... I think we both are pretty much in agreement. There's no, there's no counter argument between the two of us. There's no real, no. real meat and potatoes when it comes to this topic of life beyond us. So the real thing to do here is to ask our listeners what they think yeah. when it comes to life beyond Earth. What do you think? Uh, I think that would be a wonderful thing yeah. for us to message uh, on Facebook. We can discuss it there or in our Discord group. It'd be interesting because I'm sure there's people that disagree. Yeah. I actually want people to disagree. I want to hear what they think. Yeah. I want to hear what everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. That's what a debate is. Yeah. It's it's. Well, that's usually what this. That's usually why these guys are usually laughing at us because that's we never seem to agree on much. So this. What do you mean we never seem to agree? We agree on a bunch of shit. We just agreed right now. Yeah, this is unusual. But we didn't agree with Ghostbusters. Nope. Baby Yoda. Nope. <laughs> Do I need to continue? If Baby Yoda had a voice actor, who would it be? Wrong answers only. Uh, wrong answers only. Wrong answers only. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Eddie Murphy. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yep. Can you see For that one? Jack Nicholson is Baby Yoda. Yes. <laughs> You said wrong answers only. Wrong answers only. I can see that one. D. Bradley Baker. I don't even know who that who that is. D. Bradley Baker does a lot of like 
he does a lot of like sound effects voices but also just like just very strange voices you remember playing halo or maybe watching someone play halo yes they ever fight against the flood Yes. The big flood monster creature, the grave mind. Okay. That, that oh, That's D. Bradley Baker. Oh, we can always throw Star Wars on its head and just have James Earl Jones do it. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait. Who did James Earl Jones voice in Star Wars? Vader. Oh, Vader. Ha! <laughs> that would do it then. That would do it. Have the little baby Yoda talking like Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? No. That would be <laughs> dumb. That would ruin their already Fine. ruined franchise. Uh, well, we don't know what's ruined yet. I gotta drag you to the next movie. Oh, we have to no. Be able to talk- no. We have to be able no. to talk about the final, the no. conclusion of all the story on the podcast. No. You know why we, you know why we can't do that? Because I've never seen the other ones except for, what, four? Oh. Episode four. And I'm not watching the prequels. I'm not watching the the Fine. whatevers. And I'm not watch, watching the new trilogies. I will watch it without you. Good. And you can podcast it with other people without me because Star Wars fucking sucks. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. I. I'm very disappointed. Good. Our listeners would love to hear this stuff, and you're <gasps> denying our listeners. Yes, they would love to hear it from you. Because the only thing that they're ever going to get from me when it comes to Star Wars is fuck that shitty franchise. That's all they're going to get. Yeah. Period. So I shouldn't point out the uh, Star all Trek. All of the paraphernalia yeah. that you've got with... Did you just say Star Trek? We were talking about Star Wars. Because you hate Star Trek too. Oh yeah, Star Trek sucks. Because Star Wars is over there. Why are we Star talking Trek's about this here. again? We've already, we've already gone right. over this. Well... Well, we could also talk about something we did after we filmed or filmed, recorded the last podcast. Did we film it? Should we film it? Should we film our Nobody podcast? Nobody wants to see our faces. Okay. I appreciate that answer. I, I actually... Trust me on this one. You are so ugly. So what did we do after we recorded our podcast? We talked to Patches again. Does he exist? <laughs> you keep saying that we, we keep doing this whole Patches thing and I just don't, I don't believe you. You're there. Are you sure? This time, Patches said, "Hey, remember how you like to play D and D? We love D and D. D and D. You is don't so have good for a group you. anymore. I'm such a fucking nerd. So we were invited to join his existing D and D group. And I got to be real with you. Um, joining an existing D and D group, I've actually done it before, and it fucking sucked. It does." It sucked because they've already got all of their things all set up, how they do they, it. They have their inside jokes. Yeah. They know how each other behaves. You yeah. sit there and you, you're at a loss because even though everyone's starting out new, they know each other and you've got to figure out how you fit. It sucks. This was nice because I got to do it with you. So I wasn't alone with a whole bunch of people I don't know. Yeah. Well, so at least we have, you know, two people of our D&D group that we know. Us. Us. And patches. And patches. We've we've D&D'd with patches. Um, so that was nice, but we already joined in with, with other people who had already known each other, patches included, into those people. Uh, and they were they're immediately starting to tell stories about, remember when this happened? Remember that happened? And you sit there going... And we're just kind of going, uh, No. And we actually don't really have many of those great remember when this happened stories. No. We I... really don't. We had like a bank heist that was really cool. Yeah, well, you did. <laughs> you were the DM. Yeah, I tried to stop it and failed miserably. <laughs> but yeah. It... Oh man, you should read a book. I should specifically read. that one right there. It's 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 how the dungeon master. dungeon master's guide. You should actually read it. <sighs> you you claim to read a ton of books. Uh, yeah, I do. So read that one. I should. You really should. I should. You might be able to actually learn how to play. <laughs> Oh, get shat on, bitch. I do play well, or he wouldn't have invited me over. Well, honestly, you you, you play along with us because you're available. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I was told, just because I don't know the mechanics doesn't mean that I'm not a good role player, and they you wanted role the player. role play. You're a good role player. That is true. You are an excellent role player. So, do you have any role-playing tips? Role-playing tips? Yeah. Do you have any role-playing tips? I want to hear some role-playing tips. Well... Know what your character is, know what your background is, and try to be that. I don't know. 
<laughs> I mean, it reminded me of that little skit that I saw about uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah. With the Gandalf thing. I. How did you play Gandalf? How did you do it? Well, you see, I pretended to be a wizard. <laughs> That's what you. Because when 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 you say okay today you're going to be a fighter, I sit down and go okay, I am a fighter. This is my background, and I just I go I make I pretend I am that. Like now I'm a ranger. I've never played a ranger before, but it's like. It's, but it's it's uh it's more difficult than just pretending to be because you have to know what a fighter is. Well, everyone knows what a fighter is. It's a beat stick. Yeah. Let's be real with you. But you got to get more in depth than that. A, a, a character who comes into a game who is I'm a fighter. What do you do? I I swing a stick around. Well, yeah, that's a why. That's why. That's why. Ex- that's why I said you have to have the backstory because it's like we're in this pre-existing group. And the first thing they do is say, we need you to be a ranger. So the first thing I did is sit down, okay, is my family alive? Is what? Why did I leave? You know, I have to have reasons. Well, ranger I, also I, has very specific things such as a favorite enemy. You have a favorite enemy of undead as a yes. ranger. So why do you have a favorite enemy of uh, undead? Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, why are you so good at using a bow? Uh, why the hell are all of your ability scores knucking futs? Oh my god, she's got two 18s and a 17, then a 16, and then like, what was that, a 14 or something? I think so. You've got the most retarded stats I have ever seen on a character. That's just luck rolls. But you literally just sit there and you go, I like the woods, this is my bow, I go plink, plink with my bow, and that's it. That's your character. You've got, oh my god, I would murder somebody for the stats that you have. Because I have two stats that I need for my character. With two 18s, I'll just dump those into that and then just dump stat everything else and yeah. I would be Yeah, but, but the problem with you... Is, yes, we talked about it. It's the whole min-maxing thing. No, you're always an assassin. Not really. I've played a lot of different characters. In fact, I should show you my character sheets. I have an assassin. I have a standard straight-up rogue. Uh, I've got a standard uh, barbarian, who really cool barbarian. I love him. I've got a centaur. So why is it every time I play in a D&D group with you, you're always the same thing? Well, if we are joining in a new group of people that we don't know and aren't very comfortable with, but we have to get into that comfort zone and we have to learn who these people are, but also be able to play the game in a setting where we can adapt very well and play very well and make it easy for the dungeon master i like to play as a character that i'm comfortable with which is the assassin that is my bread and butter character yes i am very good at um my one ranger character who was an anti-vampire slayer you know Mm -hmm. he was an awesome vampire slayer he was really cool but he was very in-depth and he was specific to the story um i have a really cool monk character who's like a part wolf guy who is really awesome his name is volg love him he's dope uh but again he's got his own very specific story part of the world thing which we just really didn't have time with this new group we kind of just got together and said all right let's do this yeah because always why i'm a ranger i literally went what is everybody okay this is what's left i'll be a ranger <laughs> well you also don't want to do spell casting that's we I, had spell casting open for like i try to avoid spell casting spell ca- well i mean as a ranger you have a very small amount of spell casting it, but it's, it's small no spell casting is just tough. one of these days i'm going to have to discuss screw it i'm going to be a mage and see how bad it is i don't because the way the way that uh this new dungeon master played or had us kind of do the whole magic thing or had uh, patches do the whole magic thing was was relatively simple yeah, i think it was but i want to say that it's more complicated than that and patches just knows what he's doing that that's a big time it because he's been playing dungeon dragons before you were born i've got magic on you know my character you know my character's got some the assassin has a couple of assassin spells but you get one spell a day, two yeah. spells a day, depending on your intelligence modifier. And I just literally, my character snaps his fingers and it happens. You know, that's well, kind of thing. Well, that's one thing I can say about the Dungeon Master, too, is he was very welcoming. And he made sure that everyone had something in the adventure to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was so, dope. That was dope. He made I, sure there was one specific target that I could go after because that's what my character does. Single target yeah. elimination. He made sure that there was multiple enemy fights where uh, the fighter can just cleave the shit out of everything. Yeah. No, he did. He did well because, and I liked the group a lot. It we fit in well, and I mean, our you brought the perfect icebreaker, which I've never seen before. How on earth did you end up with a meat meat tray? 
A meat meat. <laughs> See, it's a meat meat. Most tray. time you go to a party or something, you have meat, cheese, crackers. It's, it, and people call it a meat tray, but Not it's me. meat, cheese, crackers. Not me. This it's guy walk meat tray. This guy walks in with this tray. It's just meat. <laughs> no cheese to be seen. I'm surprised there was even crackers on it. Oh, the look on all your faces was priceless. It was just meat. Here you go, guys. Eat your fucking meat. <laughs> That's how I roll. I love cheeses. Don't get me wrong. I love that loaf of milk. But meat tray. Yeah, yeah, you did, did a meat tray. <laughs> and it, everyone, this is who I am, motherfuckers. I just love is when, when one of the new players looks over and she goes, where's the cheese? Where's the cheese? The cheese is in your fucking heart, all right? You don't need the cheese. Eat the meat. <laughs> That is how we do it. Speaking of meats, cheeses, crackers, all that other bullshit, uh huh. Why don't we have a drink? Oh, is it that time of day? I, I I'd like to think it's that time of day. What did you get this time? Well, I went alone this time because you suck. What? What? I yeah, was... I went alone to Anacosti because you suck, and I had to do it on my own this time. Maybe because what... I was on doing a podcast that you should have been on, but you're too above the rest I'm of too us. Above, really, with blah blah blah. So I went and got something <laughs> that I know I would love because let's face it, Jack Abbey's Craft Loggers has created bourbon barrel aged Framinghammer Baltic Porter. Oh my god, this is like a dark beer for the ages. This is a meal. It says oats and brown sugar. Oats and brown sugar. This is a meal in a bottle. I love... What kind of alcohol content are we looking at on this thing? Fuck if I know. I have no fucking clue. I know that this will definitely knock you on your ass, probably, if you just drink this entire thing straight up. But I love this right here. It says, big, bold, and black. And just like, we've already we've already poured our little glasses of this stuff, and it is just, it looks like you're looking into the night sky. Look at that. That is so cool. I love... I love this kind of drink. I cannot wait to try this. And you love bourbon, so I, this is bourbon. They they use the bourbon barrels yeah. to age the the drink. I understand that, but this isn't bourbon. This is not bourbon. This is a porter. So a porter is a dark beer. And we all know that there's only like two beer I'll I'll drink. So I'm because a you're a pansy. So let's I'm not do a pansy. They don't taste good. Like but I like the foam. When you poured the foam on this, it was such a neat shade of brown. I never saw it that color. It's more like a tannish, like a like a between like a white brown tan that like it just like it on top of this like midnight black drink it is, is just so it's cool. It's so dark. Brown. Give it a sniff. Give it a sniff. Oh, that's it I just like smells like beer. Holy crap, the wind is just going. That's because there's a storm blowing in. There's a storm that's blowing in. That's why we're trying in. to record now. And I can get the hell out of here. Why don't we why don't we uh, throw this back and have have a drink? Mmm. Mmm. Okay, that's not bad. Look at all that flavor. I'm shocked. Oh man. Mm. That is smooth. That is so smooth. Oh god, that is so good. Do I need do to I, leave you alone with the bottle? How do I explain this? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I am drinking the rest of this. How do I explain this? Um, Not before you drive home. I know. Uh, it is like, have you ever, like, you drink hot cocoa, right? Yes. And you've had, like, just, like, a sip of hot cocoa, but there's, like, a bunch of the um, whipped cream as well. Yes. And so you have all, you just have like a little bit of hot cocoa going down, but just like a ton of whipped cream. It's just like this smooth yes. going down. That's one of my favorites. That is what it feels like to drink this. There's no like roughness. It's not like, you're, there's no like pinching in the bottom of your jaw. Like no. what you get with some drinks. It goes drinks. down easy. It goes down easy. It tastes really good. That's what's shocking me is I actually like this. This is good. Um, If you didn't catch it, Jack's Abbey. Uh, so Jax is actually Jack uh, apostrophe S. Jax Abbey uh, Craft Lagers. Uh, this is called Framing Hammer. It is a bourbon barrel aged Framing Hammer, and it is a Baltic Porter. Let's see if I can find. There's also a JaxAbbey.com that you could go to. Uh, let's see if I can find where this is brewed. Uh, Framingham, uh, MA, is that Maine or Massachusetts? Massachusetts. Maine, yeah, Maine is uh, M-E. M-E. So Massachusetts, 
uh, Framingham, Massachusetts. That's really cool. Uh, so that's right next door to us, at least. Massachusetts. We, oh, share, yeah. we share a border. Yeah, we do. I'm sorry. I'm um, just sitting here enjoying this. So and this, it, this, it, get, this, it gives such a nice warm on your throat, too. This bottle that we grabbed, um, I didn't see any other form that it came in. So this is just a one pint, nine fluid ounces bottle here. You never know. They can it, have more. Just... It actually looks like there's a lot more than nine fluid ounces. It's a very big in... bottle. <laughs> but it looks like a very big bottle, but it's actually not. This you is just only... want to sit down and drink a pint, huh? This is only half a liter. It's a pint. It's a pint. It's a pint. It's a half pint. It's a true pint. No, I'm a half pint. That's a full pint. You know what you should do? You should go into business. You should make your own bar. Yeah. Because you're so short, you should call it the half pint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't see over the bar. Exactly. <laughs> no, they, they, they have the floor of the bar actually higher than the standard floor so that you can actually Oh, so see. when I come out around the bar and I'm actually short, everyone's going to go, what? Yeah. But no, well, people know that the bar is it's taller back in the bar for the people standing behind it. They actually know that. So, so I can actually walk, feel tall. Yeah, you might actually feel tall. You should definitely... Take up bartending? Definitely take up bartending. Nah, don't take up bartending. Fuck it. Just just go straight into business. Say, screw it. Just own the bar. Just own the bar. Oh, yeah. Just own the bar. Just, when I just win get the a lotto, I'll have to add it. Yeah. Just get a bank loan. I um actually had a, uh, a fun conversation on Facebook with a friend of mine, Aaron. Uh-huh. Uh, this has nothing to do with bartending. Okay. <laughs> But the whole bank loan thing that I just said reminded me of it. Uh, he uh, he lives in Pennsylvania, and it is, as we know, winter. Yes. And while it is winter here in New York, it is also winter in Pennsylvania. Oh, and course. he fucking hates the winter. Most of us do. I don't know why he hates the winter. He just does. Just straight up hates the winter. So he goes on Facebook, and he's asking for all of his scientist friends, which I'm not exactly a scientist, but I like science. Yes, you do. As you can tell. Yeah, you are the nerd. Um, and he's asking, um, what can he do right now to just pump a lot of CO2, carbon dioxide, into the atmosphere? <laughs> Who wants to do global warming? To just say, fuck winter for this specific area only. He does not want winter in Pennsylvania anymore. He's sick and tired of it. And my response to him was to just wait for Centralia. Wait for what? Centralia, Centralia, Pennsylvania. So, have you ever heard of the, the Silent uh, Silent Hill films? At least, yes. Those scary movies. Yes. So those are based on Centralia, Pennsylvania. It's a fucking ghost town in the center of the state, where um, there is a coal mine underneath Centralia that has been on fire, burning. Oh, I know about for this. Forty yes, yes. something years. Because they can't put it out. Yep. They can't put it out. Um. And there was just this huge side of the town going, we need the coal, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Centralia is just on its way to collapse. And when it does, all of that shit building up underneath it has got to be released. Yep. Eventually. That's and it'll gonna... be released straight into the atmosphere. That's going to cause a lot of problems. And it's going to cause a lot of problems. So I mentioned that to him. I said, well, why don't you just wait for Centralia to, to just drop? And he's like, is there any way we can do that right now? And I said, yeah. C4. <laughs> what? The answer is always C4. When is the FBI knocking on your door? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> the answer is always C4. I think about 10 grand worth of C4. You just place it around Centralia and just detonate it. And, and, and cause a huge economic economic ecological ecological disaster disaster absolutely and then since you're going to be blowing up a village anyway you might as well lie to the bank about what you're needing that ten thousand dollar loan for right yeah i'm buying a car i'm buying, I'm, I'm starting a business i'm starting my my bar business the half pint and i need 10 grand to start off get the c4 <laughs> <laughs> let's blow up a village you have terrible advice you know that right i like to think i have great advice that's a terrible idea. I know, it's a horrible idea. <laughs> that would completely fuck future generations. But I won't be a part of it. That is not the way to look at it. I know, it's not. I know. I'm sorry, future generations. I'm bad. Actually, be thankful, future generations, because he's not going to be your genetic code. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't have kids. <laughs> and I won't have kids. So, there and you go. And I've actually had the snip to not have kids. There you go. So. So, you won't be me. There you go. That's about it. That's it. That's but it. But my brother had kids. Yes. 
So whatever genetic, because we have to share some sort of genetic I would say so. side of something. So there are going to be kids out there that at least have my blood. That's true. Oh, that's going to suck. That fucking sucks. I'm sorry, those kids. Hey, I got two kids of my own. And yeah, this, that's... I'm half of nope. their... Ha- this is half nope. of them right here. That's That sucks. I feel bad for your kids. Oh, thanks. I feel horrible for them. Where are they? Where are they right now? With the ex. Oh, yeah, that's right. Every once in a while, you have to let the ex have them. Yeah, that's right. That's a thing. Well, I think uh, I think we've had just about enough time. You I, know, I, I, we we ranted. I ranted. I think I need more of that stuff. Nope. This is mine. Oh. This is mine. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to the sock drawer. Be sure to check out everything else that the Realm of the Mist has to offer to you, and be sure to check out uh, the podcast that they uh, were talking about, Ghostbusters. I know I hate it. But that's me. You guys might love Ghostbusters. And, and honestly, these guys have a lot of really cool opinions. And, and, and remember, look for the sock drawer on Facebook. Talk to us. Give us ideas. We're listening. Yeah, we also we're have listening. a Discord group. The link's right there on the Facebook or that Twitter. You can completely avoid listening to me talk about number facts by giving us some ideas. And we will definitely talk about them. I promise. Anyway, everyone right. have a great night. And, and a great week. Skull. Skull.